This program discusses content of an adult nature. The views expressed by the presenters and guests do not do not necessarily your camp. I will shut the. F- this program discusses content of an adult nature. The views expressed by the presenters and guests do not necessarily reflect the views of Tax FM or any of its affiliates. Listener discretion is advised. It's the sex show on Tax FM 107.2 every Wednesday right here, 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. We're talking all things naughty. We're talking all things nice. Everything that you want to know, relationships and sex-wise. Myself, Kristen, Jodell and James have got you covered. And, and we do know that we like to talk about uh, a certain influence, a liquid influence that we do sometimes get that influences our sex lives here on the sex show. And that is, of course, alcohol that I'm speaking about. And that is linked to Lentadach. What a time. What Lentadach. a time. Right? What did you guys oh. do on your Lentadach? Well, I planned to cathart. I needed to cathart all over the place because I was a little bit down in the dumps. I was a little bit emotional. Um, and I was like, you know what? What better way to drown my emotions than with another man's saliva? Oh, Amen. yeah. Multiple men's saliva, exactly. James. I saw you. Literally, one moment he was kissing someone um, with red hair. The next moment he had someone with blonde hair. And then I was just like, what is going on here? We're but, leaving a um, string of broken hearts It's Lentadach. What are you going to do? But also, I agree with you. It was honestly phenom- phenomenal. Um, we started drinking super early. As and uh, we finished super late. And yeah, can't remember half of it, but that's all that matters. You know what I remember? Because I am that friend. I am the mom friend. I remember just looking after all of my That's friends the, worst. the whole day. I think I, I hate but you know what? That. It's fun. No, but it's no, not. It's actually quite a lot of fun because friends when they're drunk, you just see a different side of them. So I had a couple drinks on the actual day, but ultimately, yeah, I just had a fun time being the mom. But uh, that is not what we are here to do this evening. So James, what are we chatting about this evening? We're chatting about a lot. In a bit we're gonna be talking about the rice purity test. A little bit later we'll be talking about shower sex for your naughty thought of the night. Then we'll be chatting about cheating, you know, something I have no experience doing because oh, I'm nothing. a good boy. You are a good boy. <laughs> and then we've got your asking for a friend and hit and miss coming up much later on in the hour. So make sure you're keeping it locked right here on Tax FM 107.2. Naughty Nights on Tax FM 107.2. This is the sex show, of course, and we're just going to jump right into the conversation. This is We're talking about the rice purity test, and Jodell and Kirsten have just done it. And essentially what it is, is it's 100 questions of, you know, varying degrees of naughtiness can you say so i thought at first it starts off with like have you ever held hands romantically and then the last question is like have you ever committed bestiality so essentially you the higher your uh, your score is to 100 or the closer your score is to 100 the more innocent you are so, do so it's you the wanna... one test that you want to get a uh, high don't you always want to get a high score in a test yeah but then if you're lower then you're actually naughtier yeah, you're Basically, worse. okay, so okay. I just completed it and I got 40. My score was 40. That's higher than I was expecting, I won't lie. I was also expecting a much lower score. I'm very surprised with myself. Clearly, I'm not that naughty after all. It's a fail. It's a fail. 40%. Well, government pass. Government <laughs> pass. It's just making me feel like I haven't done much and I need to like start exploring a whole lot more than I have been exploring already. Jodel, if yours... If you are saying that yours is reflecting you haven't explored, do you know what I got? <laughs> I got double U. I am a distinction candidate. 81. <laughs> That's not something you should be proud of. <laughs> what? I could literally tick the first maybe 10 questions. I said yes, yes, yes. And then after that, it was like, mm, no. no. Oh, my days. James, what did you get? I got 17. Whoa. <laughs> James, so that last question about 
bestiality. That was I not need to ticked. Know. That okay. was not ticked. Well, it seems like there wasn't much that was not ticked with you. So I just There's wanted to check. There's honestly so many questions that I want to ask because However, I'm actually I was, looking at the test. Yeah. I was scrolling through Kirsten's results and, you know, I got to the question, have you ever ingested somebody else's bodily fluids? She ticked it. You lied. No, I didn't. No, but then yeah. you lied to us. Yeah. Yeah. Last week you said that you hadn't done anything. Well, if you're counting that bodily fluid that I made, which was artificial, then yeah, we can we can say yes then for that one. Well, this so is... Does this mean I'm 80? I've, I've got my eyes on you. got my eyes on you. All I'm saying is I have not had sex yet, but when I do, best believe, I would have made it well worth the wait. That's what I'm saying. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can you please take the purity test and then let us know what your results are on our Taxi Fame WhatsApp line? 061-7201072. And then we're going to be diving into the <laughs> craziest questions in this test. So make sure you stick around for that. This is the sex show, of course. And right now we're talking everything all about the rice purity test. And we asked you, what was your score out of 100 for the rice purity test? Somebody here said they have 11. Whoa. That's worse than me. And I thought I was bad. That is pretty bad. If you're getting a score like 11 on the rice purity test, there's more stuff that you've done than there is that you haven't done. And that list of what you haven't done is very, very small. This is the kind of person, like, I want to watch them. Like, Janelle, wanna... you want to watch You're everyone. We established that. And I'm that. so into it. <laughs> I just want to, like, have a sit-down conversation with them and ask them, like, when you have your next sex appointment, please hit me up so I can look through the window. And you know what? Because they have an 11, they would probably agree. Yeah, probably. They, they probably yeah. agree. Yeah. I'm here no for doubt it. in my mind. Someone else, yeah, <laughs> came through on the WhatsApp line having a score of 96. So that's given me very inexperienced, which is completely fine. But um, but yeah. I mean, like I'm inexperienced. I really am inexperienced. So they so are they, inexperienced. Yeah, I don't know what's happening there. There's literally a question here about have you ingested alcohol other than in a church setting? And I feel like that that's where they're at. Yeah, that was a no for me. I didn't do that kind of stuff. <laughs> really? Yeah. Sure, James. Um, someone else here says, uh, well, not someone else, but uh, um, another question says gone streaking, which is going naked, right? Going naked in public. Yeah. Naked in public. in public, yeah. That's something I want to do one day. I want to go to a beach where I can just be... Like naked a naked and beach. Free. If I had a choice, I literally would not wear clothes. But unfortunately, wearing clothes in this world is... Something that I have yeah, to do. Yeah, it's kind of like a little bit of a social courtesy. It's so annoying. <laughs> One of those things. There's actually some more stuff here. Uh, some stuff about the police. Have you ever been arrested? Have you ever been handcuffed? So there's that sort of Convicted thing. Convicted a crime. Yeah. There's also, have you ever urinated in public? So it's not only sexual stuff. There's stuff like that. Like simple stuff. Uh, but it like starts off like very like simply with if you've ever held hands romantically. And then it goes down into some other crazy stuff about orgies, threesomes, having STIs. But I think this test is like really cool to take because personally, I'm going to use this as a guideline um, as to some of the things I would like to try in the future. So that's exactly what I'm going to do. I have to be honest with you. I was like those first 10 questions. I was like, yes, 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 yes. And then after a while, I just read sexual intercourse, sexual intercourse, STI, STI, orgy, threesome. I was just skimming because I was like, none of these are for me. None of these are for me. (laughs) We know, Kirsten, this isn't a surprise to anyone. However, Jodal, bucket list. The site literally says at the top, caution, this is not a bucket list. Completion of all items on this test will likely result in death. Uh, Oh, oh. 
will likely result in death. Are in we death. not all going to have to die one day? Jodel, do you want to die joining the Mile time. High Club or like in a bed surrounded by your grandchildren? If it's my time, it's my time. Listen, I feel like going, if your time to go is just when you become a member of the Mile High Club. Imagine. That's kind of cool. And then the I'm innocent, but I'll say yeah. No, it's not. It's cool for you, maybe. But the people finding you all bundled up in that t- tiny little bathroom, it's not a very dignified death. Okay, but, but who are they to time. judge is the question. Who are they to judge? The air hostesses. Who are they? Absolutely nobody. <laughs> so they can't judge oh me. <laughs> they cannot judge me. Listen, so much more coming up on the sex show. We have your naughty thought for the evening coming up right after this. I tried that. I slipped through the shower door. <laughs> it was not nice at all. Naughty Nights on Tux FM 107.2. It's hump day. It's Wednesday. Where else would you want to be besides this sex show right now? And this is your naughty thought for the night. So I was scrolling through Twitter, mm-hmm. right? And I saw this tweet that said, shower sex isn't as good as it sounds. A makeout sesh in the shower will hit harder. I promise. Ooh. I have to agree. I have to agree. Shower sex is some of the worst stuff I've ever done in my life. <gasps> but it's so romanticized. It's, exactly. People I... are always like, no, having sex in the shower is like the best thing ever. Yes. And also the movies make it seem like it's the... The hottest thing ever. I've never seen a movie where people have had shower sex. Really? No. no. Is this just the porn that you watch? Is that <laughs> <laughs> the lines starting to be blurred, Jadal? Chase, please explain. Okay, let me first debunk the myths. It is not steamy. If it's that steamy, I promise you I would pass out from, you know, just all of that all of that condensation, I will pass out. Second of all, there isn't no hot putting the hand on the mirror or on the window of the bathroom. <laughs> and then, you know, you see all of that. No, I tried that. I slipped through the shower door. <laughs> it was not nice at all. And the worst thing of all, lube doesn't stay there when there's water running. So it's basically like you're rubbing wood. That's it. It is painful. It was so, so bad. I don't get where the stereotype comes from. It's so bad. So I feel like there's going to be some other juices other than lube getting all over the show and it just makes everything slippery and you can repeat the incident that you had of falling out the shower. Oh, yeah, and my hot water ran out. So so, you had so we, had, we had to get out the shower, dry ourselves. I had to put lotion on and then we went back to bed. So Why wasn't... did you put lotion on? Because my skin gets dry. Do you not put cream on when you get out the shower, Kirsten? I do, but not when I'm in the... Well, not that I've ever been in the middle of sex, but I imagine I would not want to. Hi, no, your skin needs to be silky smooth. But this is so funny because... It's <laughs> not funny. <laughs> I can literally imagine this happening. But I have to agree with you in saying that I feel like a hot, steamy kiss would be so much better than shower sex. I haven't had shower sex before, but in like if I had to choose between having sex in the shower or... Kissing somebody in the shower and like a real, having a real good makeout sesh, I would definitely choose that. So can I ask, what is the appeal of the idea of being intimate with someone in the shower in the first place? I just feel like it just comes down to like just sex being romanticized and just people just having this big idea of what sex is like. And because it's overly romanticized, people just think wherever you have sex, it's just going to be the greatest experience no matter where, no matter what. It's just going to be amazing. But then why like the shower specifically? Is it because I, you're naked in the shower anyway so you might as well be naked wet, with someone else? And you just like naked and it's... Oh, well, I'd hope you're naked for sex but also I think it like... <laughs> you have to take your clothes off. Some people have their tops on and their bottoms off so you're not always going to be fully naked I think it ties in with the whole thing of being adventurous like you want to be adventurous but it's still in your house because you're too scared to do it in public so where do you go swimming pool chlorine (laughs) 
kitchen, like there's food everywhere. Please don't do that there. So I think okay, the next, so best the next option obvious option is the shower. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, well, noted. Uh, as you, as always, you guys are my sounding board for when I do eventually get around to these things. So, thanks. This has been quite helpful. Coming up, we're going to be chatting about cheating in a bit. Naughty Nights on Tux FM 107.2. This is The Sex Show. And I recently came across an article that said that women are more likely to cheat. Here's why. They just basically said that the real reason why women are more likely to cheat is because they get bored. Now, what are your thoughts on this article? Well, you've actually shared the article with me as well. And what I find even more interesting is that not only are women you know, more likely to get bored, but also that new research is actually saying that women, you know, previously before it was suspected that women have lesser libidos, that they don't have as high of a sex drive. They're not as, you know, driven by sex as men are. And yet this is actually saying that it actually comes a lot more naturally to women. And so therefore... You know, having less of a sex drive has nothing to do with it. They are like wanting to have sex just as much as men are, mm. which I stand. Mm. Definitely stand. Yeah. You probably also sent the article to me, but I don't look at your messages. So As always. I think you. the whole conversation with cheating, it's always like made into a gender war. And I mm. think it's so stupid. Like cheating is cheating regardless of who's doing it. So I always find it so stupid. Who's cheating more? Who cheats more? Like cheating is cheating, bro. Yeah, I agree with you. And also I've just like realize that I somebody had said to me the other day that women are more likely to cheat because they look into like they look at a man right and they look at this man and they say that this guy is giving me what my man is not giving me and so therefore I'm going to go with him and they choose to like be with this this person but I just feel like it's the same case with men because they also look at other women they're like this is something that my person is not fulfilling and so then they decide to cheat so when it comes to cheating I just feel like it comes down to maybe looking for something in someone else that you are potentially missing in your own relationship or just because you're just a horny (laughs) and you just want to get I do tend to agree um, with you guys, with James, especially about how it's always made into this gender war thing for some reason. And I think that when it comes to men going and looking for multiple romantic or sexual partners, it's almost like they're idealized and it's almost like they are, you know, they, they get the label of stud and, oh, you're so cool because you can have multiple partners. And so, you know, that that's seen as okay. But now when we're having this almost controversial chats about, oh, but women can possibly do the same because they actually also have a similar sex drive and they also want to find multiple partners. Then suddenly it's like, oh, now you're being controversial. Yes, I hear you. Also, I don't know about you guys, but in my school, like during high school, I remember guys used to just try and get like with multiple people because it was a confidence booster. And so when they had like five girls coming after them or they were talking to five different uh, girls, then it almost like boosted their self-esteem and that's where their confidence like came from and so other people around them would treat them better because they had all these goals but the re but the moment that like females had said that oh i'm talking to five guys you're all of a sudden like looked down upon and you called all these nasty names but um i want to know your thoughts on this um why do you think people cheat what are some of the reasons you think um people cheat when it comes to being in relationships and cheating in general let us know on our whatsapp line zero six one seven two zero one zero seven two Tax FM 107.2, The Sex Show. We just asked you, what are your thoughts on cheating? And especially, why is it that you think people 
resort to cheating, even sometimes with partners that they've had for an incredibly long time. So let's get into some voice notes. Good afternoon, Ducks FM. What's happening? Um, sorry if you hear echoing. I'm in the bathroom taking a September dump. Nice. So, yeah, I think people cheat Me for too. different reasons. I think one common thing is that obviously temptation is there. And from there is a choice. So if you're going to give in to the temptation, then, you know, that's one reason that you're cheating because you just got a weak will and you feel like you have no discipline and you feel like, you know, you just give in to easy temptations. Um, I mean, another thing is I think some people like the adrenaline of cheating. Like, it's like... It's like having intercourse in public spaces. Like, you know you're not supposed to be doing that, but it's just something fun about doing stuff mm. in public spaces. So I think cheating works the same way. I think the the adrenaline and the excitement and the thrill that you get from doing something you're not supposed to do is why some people cheat. So I think there's different reasons, but I think the two common ones is the thrill and also obviously giving in to your temptations. Mm. I actually want to really hop on this temptations chat for a second. And I don't know what you guys think about it, but... My personal opinion is that cheating is more than just a physical act. I think that you can cheat on someone with your mind and with your emotions. And I actually have a a personal experience of this. Uh, It was uh, the first guy that I dated. We've been dating for quite a while and it was going fine. It really was. Like I can't say that there was anything that I was going to complain about. But I remember quite a while into our relationship, I think close to maybe the year mark, there was another guy that I started just crushing on a little bit. You're the cheater in the story? I am the cheater in the story, but that's what I'm saying, is that I would see this other guy and I would think, oh my gosh, he's so cute, or I would go out of my way to go and talk to him, or I myself, in moments when I should have been thinking about my boyfriend, I was thinking about him. And literally nothing ever happened, nothing materialized really into the real world. But I think that the mere fact that I was in the real world, committed to somebody else and was having these thoughts about someone, I think that that really does count as cheating. Yeah, that's a bit of a... I honestly, while you were talking, I was just thinking about also how I would really just like to talk to Tristan Thompson and just get inside his mind because genuinely he's somebody that I feel like has a problem. He can't say no. He cannot resist. What is his issue? Because he literally has... Well, I would think that Chloe would be the woman of his dreams. He also made Chloe seem that way. And he that's his, the mother of his child. Like, I just want to know what he's, what is the urge? It's just what is going on in his mind? Because it's actually crazy. Um, but yeah, when it comes down to cheating also, I just feel like a need is not being fulfilled in that relationship or certain things aren't being fulfilled in that relationship and you go look for it somewhere else. And I don't think you should do that. Just break up with the person and just have mm. fun. If you know you aren't mature enough for a relationship, don't get into one. Mm. I don't get why you say, you know, you're devoted to this person, but here you are babsing the rest of Pretoria. Just doesn't make sense. It doesn't check out for me. And you're hurting someone else. It's so traumatic going exactly. through that experience because you're gonna be questioning yourself now and like creating like doubts in the other enough? person's what mind. What did I do exactly. to get cheated on? Meanwhile, Why am it's I not here? you. Why am I in this situation? Exactly. Meanwhile, it's not you, but it's the cheater who mm-hmm. is the issue. But it has nothing to do with you. But as humans, it's so hard to that. I think that you are really onto something there, Jodell, in the sense that when you cheat, it's more of a symptom than a cause in and of itself. 
like you feeling the need to cheat on someone on whatever level that is, whether you believe cheating is only physical or that it's more than physical. The, the fact that you're having that thought when technically you're committed to someone else, it's symptomatic of you not having some need in your relationship met. And maybe you can't even name that need. Maybe you can't even put words to it right now. But there is something sublimini, subliminally, psychologically, that is not adding up, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with you. So, yeah, that is really it for the cheating chat. Ultimately, as James says, don't what? Don't baps. Don't go Victoria. around bapsing other people. That's our new word, bapsing. Bapsing. I have learned a new word today, I will admit. And so coming up in a little bit, we still have asking for a friend and hit or miss. Naughty Nights on Tax FM 107.2. This is the sex show, of course, and we are now getting into asking for a friend. So the question we have today, we first have a little bit of background. So somebody sent in, my friend is in a dilemma where she doesn't know if this guy likes her or not. I keep telling her that if he likes you, you'll know. If he doesn't, you'll be confused. So how can you tell if a guy actually likes you? Please, can we answer this question? Because I also want to know. I also want to know. I thought you were about to give us an answer. Yeah, I did. I was like waiting for you to drop some jokes. I'm literally that person who like develops crushes on her friends because they'll literally do stuff and I'll be like, oh, is he, was was that a thing? That's my tragic flaw. No, that's your first problem. I don't think that um, you should ever do that. Ever, ever again. Because you have a crush on me. Yeah, James, you don't like my gender, but if you did... Okay, but I want to say that I completely, completely agree with this tweet. If somebody is into you, specifically a guy now, you will 100% know... But, but, I want to say there is a but, because sometimes there are guys that aren't as expressive with their emotions and their feelings and things that they do, right? Like with my ex, I didn't like really know that he was like into, into me until like I had a sit down conversation where I like told him that like we can't progress if like I don't know where you're at because I've already said I love you to you and it's three months later and you haven't said it back to me kind of thing. Okay. I like needed to like know. And then after that conversation, then like he made it very clear that he was like into me with just his actions, his gestures um, and stuff that he would say to me. But um, yeah. And then I have a friend who was with a guy and they were on and off. Well, yeah, on and off for like the past eight months. And he still wasn't clear that he wanted to be with her. He was still like eight months, eight months. That's almost like a whole child being like, like basically birth and he birthed. still didn't know what he wanted he was like ah oh, i don't know like i'm having fun but like i really like you but like i just want to like just not have us be exclusive put too much pressure on but like we're gonna see how it goes because you're the only girl that i'm into that's sure. an issue for me like i think like recently actually because i was chatting to this guy or whatever and like with his actions it's like yeah he likes me mm. but then it takes like 10 hours for him to respond to a whatsapp mm. and to me like why must I, be, like, okay, I don't like five-minute responses or two-minute responses. That's too much. Like, I need to breathe. I need my space. But also, 10 hours. Do you know who I am? Who do you think you are? You okay, but what if message. he's busy? What if For 10 hours busy? every day. Yeah, what if he's a doctor? If he's playing hard to He's get. not a doctor. Okay, but what if he is doing something else? I don't feel like people should judge whether somebody's into you or not based on their replies. Because generally, some people have busy lives. No, but I feel like that also factors into, like, their actions. I just, this is my chat, okay? This is one thing you should be looking for, is consistency. If somebody is not consistent with you, being as, like, oh, one day they're good with you and they want, like, to talk to you and hang out with you, and then the next few days they want absolutely nothing to do with you, then you can tell, then this person is, like, like not into you. So look out for consistency. Like, 
every single, not every single day, but like there must be some level of like, okay, I can tr- like take out a track record and see that you have been consistent with your actions and the things that you've been saying have been aligning with your actions too. I think that's a very good piece of advice. And I actually feel like maybe we must make a list, like even a short list of things to look out for if a guy likes you. So maybe we'll get into that in just a sec. Tax FM 107.2, The Sex Show. We're chatting about how can you possibly know if a guy, specifically a guy, likes you. And I have been on the receiving end of a lot of mixed signals in my life. So this is very useful to me. Jadel, you were just chatting about consistency. Mm -hmm. So it's that whole idea of if they really want you, they're going to keep coming back. They're going to act like They will show you that they want you. Their words and their actions are going to align with one another. And um, also I judge a lot of things on like energy because I'm very like big on that myself. So if our energies are aligning and I can feel that, oh, you're actually like a person that I would like to be surrounded by, then I also like judge it on that. Personally, I feel like if he introduces you to his friends, because mm. that's a big thing. And how he introduces you to his exactly. friends. Exactly. What I do think you mean? it's a whole thing of like, this is my friend yes. or, you know, this is the person I'm seeing right now. This, this is, is my the person girl. This is my guy. This is my boyfriend. Mm. And like, it's a whole thing. But also more importantly, if he introduces you to his friends, because some people just like will keep you out of their lives. If they actually want you, they'll try to incorporate you into their lives. Also, how you can tell if somebody's like also into you, like I just know. And somebody has also said this to me is that like, for instance, a guy Men like to fix things. So if you come to a guy with a problem, for instance, they would give you a solution immediately. They want to go the extra mile to help figure it out. Example, okay? My friend got an allergic reaction. She couldn't like open her eyes. Her eyes were burning. She needed to get back to Joburg to go to the um, doctor over there. And then she let her guy, she let her, her man know. What did he do? He's like, don't worry, I'll drive you to Joburg kind of thing. That's my thing. He went the extra mile to take her to Joburg. He could have been like, oh, why don't you call your mom? Or it's just like, it's just little things like that, if that makes sense. That's, that's nice. Okay. But now can I ask on like more of a day-to-day thing, say I see this guy every day. Is there certain actions that he's going to do like from a flirtatious perspective that's going to show that he's into me? Body language. Mm. Body language is so important. Where he stands in a group, if he wants to be next, you know, if he's happy to touch you, like, you know, even if it's just like your arms next to one another. Wants to touch me. Well, that's your business then. Okay, <laughs> tell him that. But yeah, his body language is a huge indicator. Okay, but now that you get some people, right? Or some guys who literally do all these things that we say. They're consistent. They show that they're into you. They like, they seem like the perfect guy. Okay. And then they just switch up. Like without even, what do you do then? How how could you pick up on that behavior? Some people just want to watch the world burn, eh? Oh, I agree. <laughs> some guys, some guys will go like through all of this and then will just drop just you. to drop you. Yo, yes. not that. There are just bad people out there. People yeah. who like like they'll. Some people are just like fixated on one person for like hugely fixated on them for a while. And then they'll drop them and move on to the next person. And it's not you. It's them. Just yeah. always know that. It's not you and them. And then also, I wanted to add something. Um, and, like, I just lost my train of thought. And, yeah, this is kind of <laughs> awkward now. But anyway. Oh, well, no. Well, so what I'm hearing here is a summary of what both of you guys have said is don't trust anyone. 
figure out your own way. Look for some signs, but also don't trust the signs. Also communicate. If you want to know where somebody stands with you, please have a conversation and ask that person. If you feel like you're getting mixed signals, some people are like, well, that's a signal. That means they're not into you. Before you cut that person off and completely just block yourself from like actually seeing where this connection can go, just have an open conversation with them and see what they have to say themselves. I feel like so many like issues in relationships are like those sitcom episodes where a character overhears two people talking about something and then leaves before listening to the full conversation. Yes. And then it's just spreading around misinformation. Talk to them. It is so irritating when somebody doesn't have the full story and then makes a huge decision based on what they know. But uh, that, that's, that's our input. That's all we have to say on the matter. Coming up, we've got your head or miss. We're just here for vibes and a good time. We're but if you're already friends, if you're already friends and you find them attractive, then why are you not dating? Maybe them? you don't have an emotional connection with them, but they're you have, a friend. No, but you want it. The a romantic whole way. Point of friends with benefits is just like someone for sex. That's it. But then. Naughty Nights on Tax FM 107.2. This is the sex show, of course, and we're getting into your hit or miss right now. The hit or miss being friends with benefits, yay or nay. This is such a tough one for me because in principle, I want to say no because that's not fair. But I feel like I'm getting no action at all right now, but I have a few hot friends. So why not? I would do this, but then there needs to be a contract where we're going to like if we say we're going to do this for three months, then on the third month, we are done. Like we are done because I just know myself. I'm just I'm just scared to catch feelings. Like that's my only worry is that I'm gonna catch feelings and catching feelings is not cute. Whoever recommends it, please stop. I I am a firm believer in friends with benefits. I think it's nice. Also that way you're like getting your sexual pleasure, but it's not like from different people every second night. So you're also yeah. lowering the chances of you getting an STI. Mm. All right, Mr. Rice Purity 17. You know what? Okay. Mind your own business, actually. But I agree with you, James, in the sense that it's nice to have friends with benefits with somebody because you're exploring, you're yeah. learning, you're growing. And it's nice in that way. But just make sure you get with somebody that you know for sure that you're not going to catch feelings yeah. for. Do you know what my thing is, actually? I'm kind of going back on my thing now. Why do you feel the need to have benefits with the friends? Why don't you just date them? No. Why don't you just, why don't you just date them? That's, That's the, the whole point. Yeah, is that the there's whole... no strings attached. We're just here for vibes and a good time. We're but if you're already friends, if you're already friends and you find them attractive, then why are you not dating? Maybe them? you don't have an emotional connection with them, but, but they're you your have, friend. No, but you want to, no, not in the, the romantic whole way. Point of friends with benefits is just like someone for sex. That's it. But then. You can go to the strip and get anybody for Basically. sex. No, but it, no, 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 no. Insured that way. Like, friends with benefits, you could say, like, at 10 at night, you could call them and say, yo, I'm coming over, we're going to have sex. And then you can still get with other people at the strip. And exactly. then you see them at your 7.30 lecture tomorrow morning like nothing happened. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, guys, this is confusing. You I'm just, going back on it. I'm going to miss this one. I'm missing with this one. It's I'm too complicated. This. It's too complicated. I'm going to hit. Me too. I'm really wow. going to hit. I want to say miss. But I'm going to hit knowing that I'm going to put like a time constraint on this and that also I'm going to get with somebody that I for sure know that I am not going to <laughs> catch feelings you for. You told us once that you already have a friend lined up there. So I was thinking about him while we were talking about this whole conversation. <laughs> you are anyway. some vile, vile people, but I'm the same. I'm just as bad. Look, we, I think that's know, it James. for tonight's That episode. is indeed it for tonight. It's been a really fun time hanging out with you. We have spoken about cheating. We've spoken about the rice purity test, shower sex, and so much more. So if you want to 
catch more of that, be sure to meet us right here, same place, same time, on a Wednesday, 107.2, 10pm to 11pm. But for now, do enjoy the rest of your naughty night. Bye! This program discusses content of an adult nature. The views expressed by the presenters and guests do not necessarily reflect the views of Tux FM or any of its affiliates. Listener discretion is advised. advised.